Hello, hello. Happy Monday. We're having coffee in the community and I am joined by the amazing Amber Hansel all the way from Alberta, Canada. Hi, Amber. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm super excited. And I'm really excited to get to know you and a little bit more about what you do. So I have an idea of what you do, obviously, because we've talked a little bit. And, and you know, I, I really want to kind of dig into anybody who feels like they don't have time or trying to balance things. And I know you have such an amazing message. So Amber, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, absolutely. So I started my business about three years ago and I was pregnant with my second kid. And I decided I am not going back into the workforce and created myself a job. And so balancing, and I had an older um, little boy as well. So they're now um, gonna be six and three this summer. So I am balancing two little boys at home and running my business. But the thing is, is some days it's a little chaotic. I don't think we'll get interrupted. I did tell them I closed the door, so we'll see. Um, but you know, it's the balancing act and it's really important to know when, um, like what your productivity hours are and what you are gonna focus on. When I sit down to work, I know exactly what I'm gonna be doing because I only have a limited amount of time. And that is so key, is zoning in on your zone of genius and what it is and then doing it to the best of your ability. Okay, so, you, so you're really good at planning then. Because yes. I sit down, <laughs> I do about 12 other things first, and then it's, it's about four hours later. <laughs> And then I zone in on the thing I was going to do four hours before. So how do you yeah. go about mm -hmm. that? Like, how, like, is this, so I understand planning, right? I, I, mm -hmm. I've had my own business for over 25 years. I, I understand. I do understand planning, but yeah. I am not good at prioritizing and sticking with prioritizing. Yes. So it's the prioritization. So when I know that, okay, and this week, I need to get all of this stuff done. Then I break it down per day. Okay, what are the kids doing that day and how much work can I get done that day? And for okay. some of you without kids, it might be, okay, I have this many hours before I go to the beach or whatnot, right? right. So in those hours, what is your main priority? And if it's, getting your client work done or planning, or maybe at the beginning of the week, that priority is planning out those tasks for the week. And I always like to start with three tasks for each day. Okay. So then it breaks it down really simple. So if you accomplish those three main tasks, then maybe you can up it to five or six tasks um, for the day, right? Because then you're like, okay, I need to get these three tasks done today. Yeah. And then if you get those done, then you have more that you can do. Or maybe you get to the end of the day and you only got two done. But we all like that feeling of like check mark. Of really bad poop. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. okay. It's okay. It's okay. He'll be okay. Go ask daddy. 
<laughs> I love this. It's usually my dog jumping in on these scenes. So this is fun. This is, I'm loving it. Okay, so yeah. if you get two done now, like ha so we all experience this where we don't get it all done. Uh, I'm terrible for it. Uh, I'm constantly, you know, yeah. working late be and still not getting it all done and always focusing on the things. But that's partly because I don't sort of say I'm going to do three things and stick with it. But if you get two done, how do you end up not being super hard on yourself? Because I tell myself I have until the end of the week to get that done. Okay, so you've got effectively, let's say five days a week, you've got 15 things to get done. Yes. And so say maybe one day I only get two things done, but then the next day I get four or five done because it's a good productive work day. Because okay. we all have those days where we end up on TikTok or Reels for a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> we're scrolling calling it inspiration or we end up in some lost train in a facebook group right we've all been there but what's important is that we come back to our priorities and go okay i need to get this done this week or maybe if you didn't do it was it such a priority mm. or is yeah. it procrastination? Yeah. <laughs> Which is a big one, right? Exactly. Maybe it is too big of a task to complete in that day and it needs to get broken down even more. Or that task is pushing you outside of your comfort zone and that's why you're not doing it. Okay. So what do you say to those things that have to get done, but they're outside of your comfort zone? So, so I, I mean, I think it's great advice to say, you know, these huge tasks, like, you know, I'll sort of set it as, you know, this is, this is one task and it's actually about two days yeah. work. Um, yeah. And that's only one task. Uh, and then, but so I, so breaking down big tasks or huge tasks is really good advice. But then what if they're things that are just like, we're procrastinating because they're just overwhelming and we want to avoid them. And mm -hmm. how do you manage that? Because you're sticking to your 15 tasks a week or effectively. Yeah. And so what I do is I like to do a big brain dump. Okay. Maybe it's around that task. And then you can kind of dive into what is holding you back from doing it. Is it the amount of like the overwhelming, oh my gosh, I have to do this. You know, maybe you're like launching a new website or you're starting a blog or you're opening up a new account. It seems so big, but when you write it down and break it out to go, I need to say, you're starting a new Instagram. Okay, I need a handle, I need a bio, I need three pictures. Okay. When you break that down, you're like, oh, maybe that's not that bad. And then you go, okay, so on day one, I'm going to do my handle and my bio. Day okay. two, I'm going to do one picture. And when you break it down, then it, your brain goes, oh, I can do that. That's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It, and it, it, it doesn't seem so insurmountable. And, and, yeah. and I think, I think for me, the thing is, is sometimes it's like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. So one of my tasks is I'm going to find out how. Yeah. 
right? Rather than always sticking to the, well, I'm going to do that. Well, that's that's actually three tasks yeah. in itself, trying to figure out how and trying to yep. you know, get started or get the tools I need and then do that. That's three tasks. But I can't yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. But in your brain at first, you're like, oh, it's just one task. But once you start that breakdown and writing it out, you're like, okay, maybe I don't know how but maybe I can outsource to someone that does know how, which would save me more time so that I can focus on what I actually do know how. Okay, so in terms of outsourcing, what do you suggest? Um, so I'm obviously a social media manager, a social media strategist. And so if social media is you're struggling and it's just like the biggest, almost becomes a time suck for you because you're spending so much time trying to figure it out. What if you outsource a, you know, even just a strategy session to get you warmed up? If that's just the basics, um, you can then, you know, hire someone to manage your account for you, where they're posting for you, researching the hashtags, you know, analyzing all of your account for you, but it's not for you, it's with you. Right, right. So it you know, still takes your time too. You're not just like, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Go exactly. Amber and do my thing. Yeah, because I work with you with your account. You know, I'm talking about the captions and the graphics and what you're talking about and the strategy behind it. I'm not just going to post whatever, you know, feels good. You yeah. know, there's the strategy behind posting that goes with your launches, um, whether that's products or services and making sure that th that all runs smoothly for you. And then looking back and going, oh, that posted really well. What was it in there that like caught that person, like caught your audience's attention? Let's right. reuse it and do it again. Brilliant. Okay. So, so social media is constantly changing, which is which is yeah. good. It's no bad thing. You know, I'm, I mean, Facebook is constantly trying to keep up, for example, <laughs> yes. because you know everybody else is. Um, Everybody else is moving on to Clubhouse and TikTok and so on. So they're trying to yes. you know, introduce elements. I get it. And rooms yes. and so on. Um, so I've heard a lot of people talk about social media and they say like, so if something's working, then let's try that again. And it works for a while and then it stops working. And then yeah. you've got to find more stuff. So this seems like yes. it's just this never ending loop of trial and error. How does that keep you? How do you stay sane amidst that? Um, not well, <laughs> but I also consider it like a challenge, right? Okay. What's going to work for your account? And yes, it can be trial and error, but two, you need to know what your audience wants. Okay. What does your audience want? You are engaging, you are interacting with your audience. You know what they want. Do they like videos? If not, posts but we also have to consider what the platform is desiring okay <laughs> right now instagram is putting prioritizing reels prioritizing carousel posts um you know which then you get that mix of video and 
posting and graphics. But yes, it is challenging because so many people are like, I'm not going to do a reel. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so, okay. So, so this is probably the only time I'm ever going to say this, but I, I'm old. I don't understand reels. I barely understand Instagram. And yet I'm on Instagram three times a day on three accounts. So don't even start me on that. Um, <laughs> Cause I know that you're going to say, well, that's too many, but that's a, that's a whole, that's a whole yep. story. Uh-huh. I, yeah, but that's, I've inherited that and that's what it is. So, yep. so fine. So we just control the controllables. Um, okay. Yes. So I understand rooms. I understand lives. I understand IGTV. I understand that I'm not saying I do them well, but I do them. Uh, but why are reels so important? Is this just trying to drag us away from TikTok? Um, a little bit, because they are very similar. They're, they're essentially like the same. However, because of Instagram, you also don't just get the videos, you get the posts too. But when we break it down, like I said, let's not make it overwhelming. It's a 30 second video clip. Mm. So it's actually easier than Instagram Live or even Facebook yes, Live. Absolutely. Because you're putting together a 30-second video clip, whether you are dancing, you're showing off your personality, your audience gets to know you. Plus, then you can do others where you're giving value. You can screen share, do a little screen share shot. You can... There's so many options. There's voiceovers, there's, you know, the audio, there's graphics, there's stickers. And it comes down to a 30 second. Well, some people have the 60 um, second real clip. I do not yet. But so yeah. say you have 30 seconds and you can make an impact. And when I do them and I get 2000 views and I have, you know, so then your audience gets bigger. You get to reach more people right. just by doing a 30 second video. But it's not a 30 second video, is it Amber? Because it's it runs for 30 seconds. That would take me at least 30 minutes by the time I'm putting words on videos and or graphics or yeah. music or you know some sort of audio. But the time I'm doing all of that, that is going to take me a third of my working day. I it guess can, it gets quicker. It does get it's quicker. Like, yeah. Yeah. It and then you use it longer. <laughs> yeah. And two, you know, putting the caption in is important and all the hashtags. And yes, it takes time. But so does creating that graphic post. Yeah. Creating that really carousel post. Graphic. Graphics yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah. So it just, you know, depends. But too, what I'll do is say yesterday morning, I was kind of in the mood. So I filmed a couple reels, saved them to my drafts. I didn't put any words on them yet or anything. I just saved them. And then when I have a little bit more time, I'll go back in and edit them and have them. But also a note when you're doing reels, save them to your camera roll too, because Instagram is famous for deleting drafts. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay, that's great advice. Wow, didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, save them to your camera roll. Yeah, after you do one and spend all that time dancing and singing. <laughs> and everything save it to your camera roll 
Oh, that's amazing. That is really good. <laughs> that is really good to know. Okay. All right. Mm. So they are that much. They are worth it. Yeah. Okay. They so are. here we go. So we go, so we go back to, okay. So I'm going to start real, let's say. Okay. So I have no problem being on camera. Like that's not, that's not my thing, right? That's yeah. not, that's not where my stage life comes in. It's more in doing it properly. And you know, the perfectionist in my imposter syndrome comes up and goes, ah, that wasn't perfect. Um, so, so, okay. So I'm going to start real. So we go back to our three things a day. So I'm going to say, okay, I need to do a little bit of research on what kind of reel I want to make. That might be one task. Uh, then I need to figure out how to make it, like whatever I'm going to make. And then I need to make it. So yeah. would you say that's three things? Like that's a day's? Yeah, it can be. If you want to break it down like that, um, it could be. Or you can just put that into one and block out, say it's going to be, say it's your first one. So say, yes, it might take you an hour. So block out that hour. It might not take you an hour. It might take right. you less. But say you block out an hour to do that, and maybe you get to do two reels in that hour. Then okay. that's done, right? Okay. And so, yeah. So what you're saying is 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 do like a block, like a bulk of them. So I'll record yeah. a whole bunch of reels and not edit them, and then editing's another task another day or yeah. another task later on that day or whatever. Yeah, I think I think I could manage that because I could probably knock off I don't know probably a dozen different reels just running around. Because I'm just a crazy person, so I don't I don't worry too much about that. Like I know I have too yeah. much content is my thing. So a lot of people on social media really struggle with not having enough content. They think mm -hmm. I have way too much like way <laughs> too much content, right? Like yeah. I'm on all the platforms. I have all original stuff. I I, I repost rarely unless something you know it's it's got to be because something was exciting to me, not because I'm just being lazy and I don't want to make a post that day. So I have too much stuff. So I could run around and record a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. But then, but then you're saying then another day or another piece would be to edit that and so on. Yeah. How do you not end up with overwhelm when you're talking about trying to balance your life of, you know, you've got young children and family, you've got your home, you've got other things in your life, you've got, you know, your business. How do you manage that without ending up overwhelmed? Yeah, so it really, yes, yeah, some days are going to be overwhelming and you just have to give yourself grace. This is what I've learned and accept the stage of life that you're in. This is a big one that I've learned with little kids. And, you know, it goes into that imposter syndrome where I'm watching other people just nail it out of the park. And I'm like, why can't I get there? And I'm like, wait a second. They don't have kids. They get to do whatever they want, whenever they want. <laughs> I have little ones that depend on me right now. Yes. And that's where I'm at. And my business is doing very well for where I'm at. Right. And so giving yourself that grace and accepting, okay, this is where I'm at and be happy with it and know that it's changing. And balancing all of it is, okay, some days it's, you know, I got bang on work, the kids are cooperating, everything's gonna go well. The next day, they have too much screen time and I'm hoping that hot dogs are gonna make it for lunch. You know, there's just, it's, it's, 
is about the balance because every day is going to be, you know, might be a little different. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, but prioritizing those tasks. Yeah. But prioritizing those tasks and knowing, okay, I need to get these done. So then I, my brain can kind of focus a little bit. Cause if I don't know what I have going on that week, I just don't know. And I might not, you know, end up working right. And to, I work when the kids go to bed at night, I'll work early in the mornings. I don't have a schedule right. <laughs> per se, you know, but if you don't have kids, then setting that schedule, say you're going to, you're, you know, you're productive in the morning. You're like, okay, I'm going to work from like eight till noon and then take a couple hour break and then work again. You know, we don't work a nine to five. We get to choose our hours. Yeah. Absolutely. Work when you work the best, you know, you don't want to work. If you don't work the best in the afternoon, go do something for yourself during that time. That's so important to do something for yourself, even if it's just taking 15 yeah. minutes, because, you know, then when you go and you write your email or you start your, yeah. your social posts or whatever it is, then you're just so much more clear and so much more centered. Mm -hmm. And then that goes better. You have better quality. And yeah. so it's just such great advice. So I don't work well in the mornings, mm -hmm. never have. I work when I work for corporate clients. I obviously have to work in the mornings. And I I, I really do kind of fake it until I've had enough caffeine. <laughs> but, uh, but, but with my business to consumer online, uh, then you know, I, I, I very much take mornings off. So I schedule all my socials posts, for example. So the 9am post that goes out in the UK time that is always scheduled in advance, but even that takes time, you know, I mean, that, that's like scheduling all of my posts that takes half a day for me. Yeah. Because I'm slow because it has to go in different ways on different platforms, you know, there's the Facebook business, but then, but then in the community that has to go in a different way and all of these, yeah. and, and then it's very buggy and so on. So it's still very slow for me. Um, yeah. But, but I think, um, and that includes writing the posts as well. So yeah. it's not, it's not just the technology, but you know, I think, I think it's just finding those shortcuts that work for you, like having mm -hmm. someone do it for you, like having a, a, you know, socials posting. Do you, do you use, do you actually post on the, uh, social sites or do you use something like Hootsuite or some, some sort of schedule? Um, it depends on the client. If they, you know, depending on, I use, I've used Planoly, I've used Later and I've used Hootsuite um, or Facebook Creator Studio as well. And then, sorry, apparently they're having a party back there. Amazing. And so, and then two, I will post directly on the platform, but I also have another client where I only do engagement and lead generation for. So I am on her account for 30 minutes, just engaging with her audience. Nice. And finding her new audience to bring in and nurture. So then she does the posting. She does all of that because she wants it to come out of her own voice, which is amazing. Yeah. And then I get to sound like her when I write comments. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because tone of voice and, 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 you know, being really authentic is yeah. so important. 
Yeah. And, you know, I, I've worked for a lot of major corporations, like, you know, global mm -hmm. corporations that, um, that, you know, they spend millions literally on branding, not, not just look and feel, but also that tone of voice that comes with yeah. that, you know, and I think people really underestimate that tone of voice and they say things in different ways, depending on their mood or whatever, but every brand has a tone of voice. And if you think of any brand, yeah. it's, it's so important. So I love that you have that because that has always been my hesitance is that, you know, if I, if I have somebody else doing these things, then they won't mm -hmm. sound like me. And yeah, they don't have to be me, but they have to still be in line with, with me. Absolutely. And you are not alone in that fear. It is a big fear, but I like to put it because I, you know, I look at your past posts of how do you write? How do you sound like? And then two, do you use explanation points? Do you use emojis? Do you, how do you write? Do you use contractions? Do you use capitals? Are you professional? Are you more relaxed? All of these things take into effect how you write. And I actually, my engagement client, I put a couple of comments in. She messaged me and was like, I wasn't sure if that was you or me that wrote how that. Amazing. She's amazing. like, I had to sit there and be like, I don't think I wrote that, but because I've worked with her for a while, I know her strategy and I know how she writes. She just couldn't believe that she's like, you wrote that. And it sounded like I didn't know, you know? So yeah. it was just one of those things that I'm like, yes, that's it. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. You I've, know? Always, I've always said that, uh, you know, pe people, when they get to know that I'm Canadian, then they understand my written work more. Yes. Because there's a tone of voice in it. And as soon as they meet me, they say, oh, your emails make more sense now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's coming across from like where you are and everything and where you live. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, um, I, I, when when uh, Ryan Francis and I started Confidence Through Cabaret, he's very much English. And so he adds extra words to everything because in, in, mm -hmm. in England, they use implied language. So there tends yeah. to be additional words. Um, and I kept taking those words out of every written part until in the end, he started to actually sound North American just yeah. on his own. He was just type it because he knew I was going to edit it that way um, so that we would sound very similar and yet mm -hmm. still have our own individual identity. But it, it, it's, it's so great when you get to the point where your clients, and I don't know if that was you or me. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so much fun. And when, you know, I always love to build that connection with my clients and that relationship because I, you know, consistently, like I said, I work with you on your business. I help you succeed because that makes me feel good. That's my passion and my joy is to help other, you know, female entrepreneurs succeed in their business. That's why yeah. I started my business. So when, you know, you're getting the leads and you're getting those clients that makes me excited because then I know that I'm doing my job too. But allowing you then, like if you're a coach, 
to spend that time with your clients and coaching them or getting those products out there because you're spending the time doing what you love to do. Yeah, absolutely. That that is a key thing. Is is that you know it, it can be a false economy to spend all of this time. Mm-hmm. Like if I spend you know a couple of days a week doing social media, is writing it and and keeping up with it and, and and scheduling it and so on, then that's a couple of days a week. I'm not actually doing my training and coaching consultancy. Yeah. You know, and that and that is a false economy. It really is. It really is. And that's why I think, you know, people might be hesitant towards social media managers and whatnot. But I say, like, how much in two hours a week, if I engage on your account, what could you do in those two hours? Yeah. Yeah. Like your business is still happening and it's still going. Your leads and your audience are being nurtured while you get to show up on stories or show up in IGTV and serve them in another way. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. What could you be doing in those two hours is a great, exactly. a great way to look at it. Yeah. That's a really great way to look at it. And mm-hmm. actually, you know, even if it's just that you don't have enough time for self-care and you're, and you're, you yeah. know, recharging your batteries in those two hours, that's fantastic. Yes. You know, if yeah. we just half an hour a day for four days a week of, you know, exercise or fresh air or whatever, a meditation, yeah. whatever it is that you love doing, then, then you will be so much more productive than if you yeah. just carry on working and working and working. Um, yes. Know, weekends and evenings and the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so Amber, so what other key kind of products? So, so obviously we could uh, work with you to, um, to use social media or get social media advice and um and engagement and so on and then you also mentioned that you can do like an assessment is it like a like a you look at the social media and sort of say how you're going and what do you need to think about yeah so i have a couple yeah so i have what i call a social media refresh so i kind of do an audit on your accounts and it's not just like your bio and all that i also look at your content and see how it's doing do you have that hook do you have the body do you have that call to action are the hashtags working for you and then um so that's one and then i also have what i've been calling my vip power hour now this power hour is 60 minutes where we dive into almost any topic that you would like so i'm talking maybe we dive in and do those reels training we i teach you how to do those reels maybe we you know decide your audio and get that figured out or um, a strategy session around your content or your facebook business page or you know 60 minutes so it's 60 minutes and then there is a 30 minute follow-up call after you know in that couple weeks when you're diving into this and you go okay wait what did she say (laughs) like what how did this work and because i know that there's always those follow-up questions so we always have those questions and so i wanted to give you that 30 minute follow-up so that we can conclude all that and then yes my one-on-one services where i do instagram facebook um i do a little bit of linkedin as well and yeah i dive into your social media and help you nail it out of the park (laughs) amazing 
Amazing. Okay. So how do you see, uh, just, just before we wrap up here, because I, I, I really want to go into this. We were talking before uh, we went live about, you know, kind of stage life being for, for most of us, social media. I mean, we're right here. This is our yeah. stage life right now. And you don't have to perform on a real stage to have a stage life. You know, this is, this is it. So, so how, what advice would you give to somebody to build confidence about their stage life? Like, what is it for you? Yeah, it's really knowing that, first of all, this is your business. So that means that you get to do it your way. So say, for example, I have a couple of people that are like, I want to do a reel, but I'm not into singing and dancing. It's not me. So I don't want to do it. And I say, don't do it then. Do you and show up your way. So whether that looks like a screen share or um, maybe just a short little you're talking that is okay. You know, you have to show up your way and authentically. And as soon as I realized that in my business and stopped listening to going, oh, you have to show up this way. And I was like, I don't want to. Because yeah. then when someone's telling you, you need to show up this way, you like hide back. But when you decide I'm going to show up this way, because number one, if I don't, then I have no business. I have no clients, I have no customers, I have nothing. That is motivation to go, okay, I can do this. And do you know what? You show up once. And let me tell you, a reel is 30 seconds, people. Can you show up for 30 seconds? Yes, show up for 30 seconds. If you can show up in your stories for 15 seconds, even do a reel for 15 seconds, you can show up in your business. I love That's that. All it takes. I love that. I absolutely love yeah. that. And I think people get so hung up on, you know, my Instagram and how the board has to look, which is not yeah. even true anymore. But you yeah. know, it's like, or or, yeah. or, I, or I, I only have so many, you know, I only have a thousand or three thousand followers, and I need ten thousand or whatever it is. It's like, if you put those thousand people in a room, yeah, it's it's decent, right? And I. I, I I think we often forget that when you only get one new follower in a week, that's one person. Like, mm -hmm. how dare you say that one person doesn't matter, you know? Exactly. And Instagram's so leaning into genuine connection right now that you need to engage with your audience right now. That's what it's craving. We are going back to what I feel like social was made for connection and we really need to lean into that it's not about the vanity metrics it is about connecting it's so hard to remember that and we were talking earlier about you know like compete with yourself don't compete with what everybody else is doing who doesn't have children or doesn't yeah. have whatever um but it's the same with this this vanity matrix is we are we are fast becoming that yeah. and I, I, I mean i'm i'm guilty of that in in my own personal life as well cuz i uh, i do aerial dance as well as cabaret and i have gotten very weak because i haven't done anything uh, i'm heavier so i mean mm -hmm. you can imagine gravity with less muscle and more weight <laughs> It's yeah. but then I'm going and but then I'm but then I'm even competing with myself going mm, I'm not good enough and so and yeah. I think that whole vanity thing is a thing we really need to be able to let go of 
And yes. And it takes so much time, you know, go just, you know, like I said, accepting where you are is the hardest thing that we will ever do. And every day we have to tell ourselves it's okay today. Yeah. You know, we have to show up for ourselves and show up for our business. And then if you've done that today, you're good. You're good. Right. If you're yeah, shown up for yourself and shown up for your business, then you're good. Whatever capacity that looks like for that day. Maybe some days you rock out, you know, five lives and you're on stories and you got posts and the next day you don't show up. I'm going to let you in on a secret. This past weekend, I was not active on social media. Nothing happened. <gasps> well, everybody didn't run away. No, nothing happened. Oh, see, that freaks me out because I'd be thinking, oh, no, everybody's left. They're not going to follow me anymore. They've no. noticed I'm not there. Like, how self-important and arrogant is that, right? Yeah, and yeah. that's how we think is that I, like, feel because we are on social so much. I, I did some scrolling and I did a little bit of that, but it was more like for me just for, like, entertainment purposes. Wow. Right? And it feels good to do that, you know, and not have that, okay, I need to engage for 30 minutes and I need, we need to let that go and just, yeah, okay. Because I have learned too that it's good for our mindset to get away from that and go back to what we outside so that when you come back, you have something to talk about. <laughs> well, you know, and enjoy that you know, time. I've been posting a weekend about the value of play because I just think as adults, why are yes. we not playing? And the beauty yeah. of having children so young is that you remember to play because you kind of get dragged <laughs> yeah. into it. Um, but, yeah. but you know, uh, once our children get older or start playing with yeah. other people and we, they don't they don't demand our yeah. attention so much, then it's really easy not to play. And you know, like when you mm -hmm. <laughs> when you just said social media for entertainment, I was like. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like I never think about it for that. I just think about, yeah. okay, I need to be doing this and this and that, you know, and I get sucked yeah. into the work stuff. And so it's so really easy to get sucked into the work stuff, but sometimes I will just be like, no, I'm just going to scroll for a little bit. And if I see something that I like, I'm going to comment and like on it. And I'm yeah. just going to almost enjoy it or snoop and scroll be that creeper for a while and no one really knows <laughs> and it's okay you know spend those hours on reels whatever and you know what i saved some audio yesterday yeah i did a couple of reels because i was feeling inspired and nice. i always come back from my social media breaks feeling inspired creative and i'm ready to go nice that's so important. That's so yes. important. <sighs> I love this. I really love this. Yeah. This is just like, it's made me go, okay, so I don't hate social media. My stage life doesn't suck. This is great no. because I love this community and I love, yes. I love, you know, the, the, the socials, my socials as in the people that I engage with and so on. Yeah. And, and I, I think it's really easy to to lose perspective of, you know, mm -hmm. the people that you're engaging with and your passion and, and people that you have in common, you know, things in common with. And then and then just kind of hate social media as a whole topic, which is crazy. Yeah. 
It really is. It so is. you've inspired me. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so, so glad. <laughs> so where do we find you, Amber? Uh, you can, I am mostly hanging out on Instagram right now with my handle at amber.hansel. Um, I, you know, show up almost pretty well every day, except for the odd time. And, uh, you know, if I'm not there, I'm all, I always come back, nice, you know, nice. And, and you are in the Confidence Recovery community. I am, so yes. So people can get in touch with you. If you're watching this on yeah. replay, you can get in touch with Amber here as well. So, um, yeah. So we will find you, Amber. <laughs> yes, you can find me everywhere. My Amazing. website, I keep it all simple. It's just my name. If you Google Amber Hansel, I take up most of the first page. So nice. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> okay, if you... Um, want to rebalance things if you want to just uh, you know reframe social media uh, just find out where you're at and make an action plan or yeah. really get you know the the full service get in touch with Amber yeah. get in touch with her I know there are so many people in this community not everybody uh, has an online business in this community not everybody you know is is living on social media in the same way but if it's taking away all of your time get in touch with Amber Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I enjoyed this. It was so fun. And, you know, and I, I really appreciate you kind of putting it back into the context of, you know, how we find confidence in, in our stage life and, and, in, and, and find time for our, our, our personal life and our, you know, our, uh, the other priorities in our work life. And so, yeah. you know, confidence is just momentum as I see it. Yeah. So creating that momentum yeah. is so, so important for, for each of us for our own reasons. Yes. So thank you Absolutely. for sharing that. You're welcome. Uh, um, so, so this is Amber. Get in touch with her. Uh, I'm Heather, and I am on all the socials uh, as Confidence or Cabaret. I'm also Heather Jean, uh, and I am on Twitter at YBYWYS, which stands for It Is Your Body, It Is Your World, and It Is Your Stage. Take up space, own it, and enjoy. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone.